My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is somehow Friday the 1st of December. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. Before we jump into what today's podcast is about, a very big thank you to everyone who tagged us in their Spotify wrapped. It's our favourite time of the year to see all those minutes that you have spent listening to us. But on to today's podcast. Earlier in the year, Health Minister Mark Butler announced sweeping measures to crack down on the use of vapes here in Australia. As the federal government declares war on e-cigarettes. In a world first that could see most e-cigarettes banned. Mark Butler says e-cigarettes are creating a new generation of nicotine addicts and it must end. That was back in May, but the reason that we're talking about it again today is because the government has released its timeline for rolling out these anti-vaping measures. And we're going to unpack everything you need to know about how vaping in Australia is changing in today's deep dive. But first, Sam, what's making headlines? Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend a pause in fighting by another day. Qatar's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which has helped mediate the deal, said in a statement, Palestinian and Israeli sides reached an agreement to extend the humanitarian truce in the Gaza Strip for an additional day under the existing conditions. So far under the deal, 97 hostages held by Hamas have been released and 210 Palestinian prisoners held in Israel have been released. Parents and alumni of a private boys' school in Sydney have launched a petition in protest of the school's decision to go co-ed. Newington College announced it would begin accepting enrolments from girls to begin its journey to being completely co-ed by 2033. However, some school community members say they're pushing against the change because they want to preserve the school's 160-year-old legacy. A parliamentary inquiry into employment services has made 75 recommendations for the government to improve the sector and make it easier for unemployed Australians to find work. The Workforce Australia Employment Services Committee handed down its report on Thursday, which found national unemployment services are not fit for purpose. After considering 300 submissions, it recommended measures to simplify the process for job seekers, such as government services like Centrelink, collaborating with job listing platforms like Seek and LinkedIn. And the good news. Two Kiwis have been born in the wild near New Zealand's capital city, Wellington, for the first time in over a century. The two baby Kiwis were found by the Capital Kiwi Project, who said in their post that there will likely be other chicks out there on our hills from here onwards. So this year, the federal government announced a major crackdown on vapes, and in particular, they really focused in on vaping amongst young people. Now, in a speech at the National Press Club back in May, Health Minister Mark Butler flagged that there were several restrictions in the pipeline that would target the so-called black market in illegal vaping. No more bubblegum flavours, no more pink unicorns, no no more vapes deliberately disguised as highlighter pens for kids to be able to hide them in their pencil cases. I feel like that was the architecture of the house, mm. of 
vaping measures. You know, we understood what was going to happen, what it would look like, but we didn't really get to fill the house with anything. We didn't know when it was going to happen, how it was actually going to play out in practice. We knew it was a focus area. We didn't know the specifics. So the details came this week, right? Yeah, and basically what you need to know is the federal government announced a vaping crackdown that's going to start on the 1st of January 2024, so in a couple of weeks. And there's going to be this initial ban on the import of disposable vapes. Once that's up and running, there's going to be further restrictions that are going to roll out in the months after that. I think one of the things that comes up every time we talk about vaping is a lack of clarity around what is actually already illegal, what is legal, and what is changing. Mm, so we focus enough, on right? the first part. Yeah. What is the state of play currently when it comes to vapes? So right now it's illegal to purchase a nicotine vape in Australia unless you have a medical prescription. And you can't sell them to somebody who doesn't have a prescription. Okay, but that hasn't stopped a whole cohort of people from vaping. What do we understand around its popularity? So the latest data that we've got, which is from the first quarter of this year, shows that around one in seven 14 to 17-year-olds and one in five 18 to 24-year-olds are currently vaping. I think we both know, though, that those numbers are severely perhaps underrepresenting what so. it looks like yeah. in reality. I mean, we've asked our audience a number of times. It's a key area of focus, and I'd say the reality is that it's far it's more everywhere. frequent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so in light of that, what are these changes now moving forward? Well, the government is really trying to work out how to regulate better and then enforce those regulations around the sale of e-cigarettes, including new controls on how they're getting into the country, so the importation, what they're made of, the contents, and how they're packaged. And so all of these measures are going to start with the importation of single-use or disposable vapes. So you'd know them at some convenience stores. They come in individual packaging. And this measure is aimed at cutting off the supply of these vapes at the source by banning them from entering Australia altogether from the start of next year. Then we've got new regulations for the importation of reusable vapes, so vapes that can be refilled or that have cartridges that you can interchange. They're not going to be allowed to be imported into Australia from March of 2024. But this ban is not going to impact people with medical prescriptions for vapes, and doctors often issue them to help patients quit smoking cigarettes. Now, under the changes to those reusable vape rules from March, importers will need to get approval from an authority, and that authority is going to be the Australian Drug Control Office, before they can bring vape products into the country. They're also going to need, and this is really interesting, they're going to need to prove that their products comply with health standards. And at a basic level, that means they're going to need to show that what they say is in the vape is actually in the vape. But the government said this week that it would allow a transition period for businesses to give them time to comply with these new requirements. Okay, so hypothetically, if I was somebody that was to be legally obtaining a vape... Yeah, From, from next year. Yeah, how would one go about that? So you're going to need to go to your GP and you're presumably going to have a discussion with your GP around your nicotine addiction and how to manage that. They'll then give you a prescription that you can then fill at a pharmacy. Now, according to those comments from Mark Butler earlier this year, only one in 20 doctors are currently authorised to prescribe vapes. 
But the government wants to remove those restrictions so that every doctor can prescribe them to people who need it. One of the problems with regulation has always been the lack of teeth or the lack of enforcement. Sure. And, I mean, we've already seen this. There's already been a crackdown of sorts on vapes and yet they're everywhere. How is the government intending to actually enforce these rules in a different way to perhaps what they've already been doing that arguably isn't working? So the health minister has acknowledged that banning vape imports would be complex and it's going to require monitoring at the Australian border. And he did concede that there would be some vapes that get into the country. But he said, and this is his quote, they will no longer be easy for school children, our most vulnerable and impressionable members of society, to get their hands on them. Now, as to who's responsible for enforcing this ban, it's going to be up to the Australian Border Force, and they're going to be tasked with detecting and destroying banned vapes. Mm. I think we've reported about the seizure of vapes yeah. like 10 times in the last couple of months. Yeah, so they're definitely on the case now, and... I guess they're treating it the same way they would treat the importation of other illicit products and substances Mm. from getting into Australia. There seems to be a big focus on the importation, so on this idea of bringing them into the country. What's clear is that there are already a lot of vapes in Australia, both being sold and being used. What's the government's plan to actually tackle the vapes already here? I think that's actually a really helpful way to frame it. So we've talked about the importing stuff. Now let's talk about what's actually happening domestically with sales. So there's new measures from the government proposed designed to stop the manufacture and advertising of vapes in Australia, as well as the commercial possession of these disposable non-medical vapes. And who they're targeting with these new regulations would be the retailers. So the retailers who sell the products. We don't actually know too much information around how the government is actually planning on doing this, whether there's kind of a squad that goes around to convenience stores and tries to work out who's selling what. Uh, So we're awaiting for the legislation on the domestic vape restrictions, and that's expected next year. What we do know about the government's plans for next year is that the government's going to make some more announcements about how it's cracking down on the flavours, colours and nicotine levels of vapes. But it does strike me that the the marketing of these products are a huge part yeah. of the issue. Well, it's and, well researched. And like the who they're targeting. Bright colours, bubblegum, all those kind of flavours make it a very attractive product to young people. I think one of the questions that comes to mind is whether making it more difficult to access vapes could push a whole cohort who would have never been cigarette smokers but are now addicted to nicotine into being cigarette smokers? Yeah, it's a really interesting kind of sub-discussion here. And I think the way that the minister has approached it is expanding those powers given to GPs and making it more accessible for people to talk to a GP about a nicotine addiction Uh, And I have that as an effort to continue to steer people away from cigarettes whilst managing their vape usage. I think the government absolutely has its work cut out for them. Definitely. If anything, I think we're coming a bit late to this discussion and when there is already something that has kind of penetrated an entire market, i.e. young people, I think it'll be really hard. So it'll be interesting to see how they go with that. What is the general kind of industry response being to the announcements this week? So we heard from the Public Health Association and they're the country's peak body for public health and they welcomed the announcement of the regulations coming next year. The body said nicotine addiction, respiratory illness, acute toxicity and mental ill health are just the beginning of the harms it's seeing vaping cause. 
The body called proposed actions good news for parents and carers of young people who vape. We also know that opposition leader Peter Dutton has been on the record to say the opposition would support reforms to restrict vaping. He made those comments earlier this year. Before we wrap up today's episode, we do have a favour to ask you. We are working on a top secret project for next year. And in order to make that as incredible as we can, we are on the lookout for people with stories to tell about vaping. So if you've had a bad experience with vapes health-wise and want to talk to us about it, we'd love to hear from you. Alternatively, if you've had a good vape experience, we also want to hear from you. You can DM us on Instagram. It doesn't have to be a voice note this time. We just want to hear your story. That's all from us today. Have a brilliant weekend and we'll be back again on Monday.